Gentlemen, get your drinks ready. It's time to astonish them. Welcome to the Astonishing Alcoholics, where we talk about what comics are hot this week over one, two, or quite possibly 20 drinks. Yeah, All right. feeling good. So I'm going to roll into the, unless Nat's going to pee in the background. Now you peeing in the background? <laughs> yeah, but don't record. <laughs> All right, well, you, you, yeah. oh, we're, just, we're just going, we're going, this is it, this is it. <laughs> mics are hot. I have a uh, great story for us oh, tonight. Oh, that'll be the day. It's, uh, it's a little bit of a history, a little history lesson for us today. From the uh, proud state, I believe, of Bradley, Illinois. Um, What's a state? Think, Illinois. Well, is a it's state. it's most well. Bradley's probably a state. Illinois is almost most definitely a state. Um, <laughs> you just said both. Well, I'm yep. not sure. Okay. All right. Yeah. So this seems factual. So this far. day in 1982, uh, Bradley, the Council of Bradley, Illinois, banned all children under the age of 16 from playing or going to arcades. What? Um, is this the town from Footloose? Yeah, I was uh, yeah, I believe it's the same town. And Kevin Bacon liberated him with his sick dance moves. Uh, oh, nice. so that um, Bacon. Footloose is really just a, a parody yeah. of what happened in Bradley. Essentially, the, yeah. the main problem was kids were skipping school and doing drugs, is what they said. <laughs> so that's why they banned it. Thank God for Texas, who had it overruled in a court case that said the ar- that arcades and video games in themselves were protected by the First Amendment. Wow. So, Wow. Big yeah. day in history, this day in 1982. Yeah. Topical. Topical. Yeah, yeah. especially. Topical. Yeah. Got... I'm not sure how, but I couldn't think of anything Mew else to say in regards to that. Yeah. It seemed, it seemed yes. like some kind of fact. I don't yeah. know. But as always, that that uh, that brings us in. Somehow. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. I, yeah, I guess yeah. we landed the plane. Thanks, yeah. I guess. So, yeah. Uh, which, uh, as always, brings us to our resident bartender, Arya. What are we drinking tonight? Uh, well, gentlemen, we're drinking a little something called the Clown Prince. Yeah, it's good. Uh, it is a combination of vodka, triple sec, Midori, and a little bit of slow gin. Uh, wow. But if you can find something grape, please use that instead. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the vodka seems quite prevalent. Yeah, it's heavy on the vodka. It's not light on the vodka. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. And as usual, if you have any drink ideas or special topics for us to discuss, we'd love you to send them our way at astonishingalcoholics at gmail.com. We need help. <laughs> uh, and that uh, brings us around to Polar Pass, whoop, whoop, where we whoop. go through the comics that came out this week and talk about uh, what's worth it and what is really not. There were a lot of comics this week, so... Uh, yeah, yeah, there were a whole heck of a comics this whole week. Whole heck of a comics. Whole heck of... A comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whole heck of a and, comics. And uh, let's just say that we pulled far more than we passed. And thank God we did. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, as always, and I'm pretty sure this is correct this time, Andrew, let's, uh, let's start with you. Marvel. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. Bring us in. Bring us in. All New Wolverine. Pass. Amazing Spider-Man Renew Your Vows. Pull. Black Widow. Pass. Deadpool the Duck. Pass. Doctor Strange Punisher Magic Bullets. Pull. Doctor Strange, Sorcerer Supreme. Uh, also pull. Guardians of the Galaxy. Pass. IVX. Uh, I mean, yes, pull. Jessica Jones. I pulled the first couple, but... I, I, really? Yeah, I pulled like one and two, a pass on it for now. Okay, okay. Kingpin, number one. 
Uh, even though it's number one, I'm going to say pass. They're doing a couple Daredevil relaunches, and Bullseye was awful, so pass on this as well. Okay. Marvel Universe Guardians of Galaxy. Guardians of Galaxy, pass. Okay. Miss Marvel. Pass. Power Man and Iron Fist. Uh, pass. The Totally Awesome Hulk. Uh, once again, totally, totally pass. <laughs> Unbeatable Squirrel Girl. Oh, man, you know this is my jam. <laughs> pass. Uncanny Inhumans, number one, Monsters Unleashed. God, I didn't think I could hate Monsters Unleashed more until they put the Inhumans involved. So, uh, I would say pull it, but only so you can light it on fire. No, okay, yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. Um, now this one. I think he's in the exact opposite Woo. direction. Let's go. It's a little something I like to call unworthy Thor. Ah, uh, a little something I like to call. You better be pulling this. <laughs> <laughs> pull it and pull it hard. Oh, pull it hard. Pull it hard. Pull it so hard that it knocks you into the DC realm. Oh, where we we're coming. We were yeah, but we didn't. Ah, uh, yeah, that. no, no. It's so hard that it knocks you right into the DC realm. Well, we're go to Arya. Good luck, chum. To start <laughs> us off. For uh, an infallible, and uh, I can say without a shadow of a doubt, unedited, for the fast section. <laughs> yes, there's some good ones this week. Um, action Comics. Pull. All-Star Batman. Pull. Batgirl and the Birds of Prey. Pass. Dead Man Dark Mansion. Oh, I didn't read the rest of this one. I started. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think he's really yeah, going to like it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to take you from the yeah. top now that I know what the rest of this sentence is. Dead Man Dark Mansion. Of forbidden love. Uh, the only thing that should be forbidden is pulling this comic. Pass. <laughs> oh, that's spicy. Deathstroke. Pass. Detective Comics. Pull. Flash. Pull. Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps. Pull. Mm-hmm. Justice League of America Rebirth number one. Pull. Justice nice. League slash Power Rangers. Ah, pull. This one was good. This one was good. Yeah, yeah I was. Too was. Fair. I liked the was. first one. I liked the first one. Red Hood and the Outlaws. Pull. Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? <laughs> Pass. <laughs> I thought you were going to say yeah, the Apocalypse one, which I was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, no, no. My list uh, is different he, than yours. Yeah, yeah, don't you worry. Uh, yeah, That's he, intentional. And you say young. He said young. Suicide Squad. Pass. Supergirl. Pass. Superwoman. Pass. Titans. Pull. Wonder Woman. Pass. And now Finally something... off that Wonder Woman train. I've been off that Wonder Woman train for weeks now. Do you show your Trinity? You still pro Trinity? Trinity, yes, okay, but Wonder okay. Woman, absolutely. Okay, not. sure. Now, a little something we're adding in. Yeah. So, boys, you'll both talk to me about this one. We're trying to expand out of our our Marvel DC pillar. Yeah. Twin crutches. Joe kind of opened will. our, you know, he opened us some indie yeah. stuff. So. Joe, yeah. Joe expanded some stuff for us, um, and we're we're rolling into an indie section. Oh, I love it. Uh, Motor Crush. Yeah, I'll feel Motor Crush. Uh, Motor Crush is brought to you by the creative team behind Batgirl Burnside. Mm -hmm. It's the writer, artist, and the colorist. Like, all three of them move from that onto this. Uh, Image comic, really cool. Uh, Totally own universe. Some kind of crazy BMX motocross-style race with drugs and clubs. I'm in. You got me. Drugs and clubs, all right. Well, like... Clubs with nails in them, not yeah, 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 clubs, yeah. Yeah, no, that's what no, I it's been awesome. Right I, the art's incredible. The story's been great. Definitely check it out. Cool. 
Moonshine is the next one we want to talk about. Yeah. So uh, Brian Azzarello, wonderful, wonderful writer, and Eduardo Rizzo, fantastic uh, artist. Yeah. Um, they were originally united in uh, 100 Bullets, which uh, I got as a recommendation from uh, Greg. Um, when I saw Moonshine as... Big Planet uh, Comics. Big Planet Comics, yes. <laughs> but that's 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 uh, when I saw it listed as the pick of the week when it first came out. And so I talked to him a little bit about it, and he mentioned it, so I definitely picked up 100 Bullets. Oh, that's um, great. That's a great comic. Fantastic from what I hear. I haven't had a chance to, to get through it because I have a whole list of other things that I've been reading yeah. as well. But it looks like you've collected every single every, one. Every single one. Yeah. I got your basis covered. They had an insane <laughs> sale. It was hard not to uh, pull those. But um, this is set during the Prohibition era, West Virginia, uh, and it's based on uh, a character, uh, Lou Pirlo, um, who's basically helping run um, sort of booze at the time. And there's yeah, a, a, a mob boss there who's like willing to, to do pretty much anything to be able to save the operation and keep it hidden. But there's also this like supernatural element to it, which may mm-hmm. or may not involve werewolves. Uh, I'm okay. Well, I'm oh, on board okay. as well. So yeah. uh, definitely pick it up. It's on issue five right Back now. Here. Um, but the the art in it's fantastic. The writing, I mean, it's what you expect from these guys. Yeah, yeah. I think the last one that really needs to be touched on is Black Science. Another oh, uh, another uh, you, uh, another work from the the God himself, yeah. Reminder. You know, we're yeah. all Reminder fans. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, it, here it is. Like you know, he, you got a scientist leaves his wife for his hot young lab assistant. Yeah. Some crazy science stuff happens. Yeah. Who can't resonate with that, right? I'm pretty sure turtles show up at some point. Frogs, but... Oh, yeah, that was the people. one. Frogs, yeah. yeah. This issue in particular, cover of it, they're in, I'm assuming, some kind of a superhero dimension, because mm-hmm. it's all the main characters in superhero outfits. Oh, yeah. that's pretty, pretty cool. cool cover. So uh, even if you're reading it by, via trade, which a lot of people are, yeah. might want to pick this single issue up, because the cover is, is pretty yeah. cool. That's issue 28 this yeah, week. 28, 28. Yeah, 28. Yeah. A lot of super cool comics this week, but we can't stop ourselves... From picking favorites. No, uh, I've already picked a favorite. You're let's right. uh, <laughs> let's bring it around to Arya with his pick of the week. Here oh, we man. go. I certainly am not the first to say it so far, but it was a very difficult week to pick. Woo! Um, was it ever? Yeah. <coughs> Our individual picks of the week as well as a collective one, but um, I really liked what Batman Detective Comics did. It's a prelude to... Um, League of Shadows event that they're setting up. Okay. Uh, and it starts out with a character that you don't see focused on too often, and that's Orphan. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, it's Cassidy, Cassandra Kane, sorry. Um, I think it's also kind of important to note that it's an anniversary, like, special. Oh, edition, it's a, it's so a it's, big, it's a book. massive yeah. comic. It's, a, for, it's for actually, a week, like, comic. three stories. Um, well, good luck in through in six minutes. But we'll see. <laughs> well, no, no, that's okay because the, the the orphan story really focuses on on her past, right? And it's it's mainly focused around ghosts of your past, right, and things that yeah. she's gone through. So, orphan um, was basically raised to be like a living weapon, and she speaks very little because it was more about training her body to kill and assassinate than it was to like communicate and have human ties to really anything to make it easier for her to kill. Um, and it starts out with her shadowing this ballerina who comes into the studio to practice like before the rest of the troupe gets there. Um, and she disappears in a cloud of smoke when she's, when the ballerina notices her. But she's in the back mimicking her dancing because to yep. her, yeah, yeah. it's amazing that somebody can train their body to 
move so well for something other than violence. To her, that's completely unheard of. She resonates with it, right? So she's like, this is what I do. Like, I've never met anyone like me. I only use it for violence. They use it for art. And I never understood art until I saw this. Yeah. That was really cool. And later on, you even see it's not even so much art, but as a form of expression. Um, and so she's talking to her, her roommate, her best friend, or not her roommate, but her best friend, Harper. Um, and you see initially this sort of almost like targeting view, like you saw in, uh, Hawkeye. Okay. Yeah. Um, as well as I'm sure you've seen in other comics, yeah, but it's couple, specifically couple yeah. pressure points because she's Ooh. a close combat fighter. Yeah. Um, and you know, she's talking about how like when she moves, every gesture she has, every facial expression she makes, everything is very full of emotion and she's very void of that herself. So but she's she's very like she's hyper aware of all these people's actions and things. Uh and then it goes in into a little bit of, of Batman um talking to the mayor who's trying to like make a man. Total diva. Oh, absolutely. He's the <laughs> Un- worst. Untethered. But um Orphan was sort of eavesdropping on the conversation and, and, and Batman realizes that so he talks to her and um, they bust this Greek like gang that he's been trying to take down for a while that she found like he couldn't find his hide- her, their hideout she finds it they take him down and the spread I mean the fight scene is mostly orphan. Yeah, she yeah. basically yeah, obliterates yeah, yeah, yeah. these guys. She takes, I mean there's like broken noses there's a <laughs> knife like and after it it's you know it's her just like apologizing and he's like no 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 you did good you found these guys I've really been trying to find for a while. You saved these kids' lives. Like, they were chill, like child, children, host, child hostages. Yeah, they were traffickers. Yeah. 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 And so she, tra- she wow, saves wow. them, and but she apologizes because of how sort of brutal she was. And there are a couple couple lines on this page that really were just like, holy crap, she's amazing. And he's like, you just have to learn your own strength and know when to stop. And, she, and the internal monologue with her is she wants to shout back that she does know <laughs> and that the knowledge frightens her more than anything. Yeah. And wow. it's just like, holy crap. She's literally just the, the most versatile killing machine. She is quite the machine. But then a little bit further down, she's looking at Batman, and what you'll notice is the same sort of targeting view. She can't turn it <laughs> like off. She can't turn it off. She's yeah, always yeah. looking for it. Yeah. And it, even, it says, even now, her eyes trace the pressure points on Batman's body. She can picture the exact angle to hit his jaw that would shatter his neck through his reinforcements. Yeah, so the whole while he's like, yo, dial it back. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like secretly thinking about exactly how to kill him. I could absolutely destroy you. <laughs> um, but so anyway, it goes on. It, it, she mentions how much it means to her. Again, this is all internally because so far the only words you see her say in the entire comic are no. Um how much it means to her that he trusts her, or he believes in her, but she also comments that he's a little bit wary of her. The comic eventually goes on and it ends. She goes back to the ballerina who's reporting to the police what she saw, and she's yeah. like, oh, it was a black figure. I think she wanted to attack me. You know, I really got the sense that I was in danger. So she goes back to her apartment and she takes off her mask and she puts all, it says she puts all the words together that she wants to say, and then the next page is a collection of, um, her dancing, mm. her performing those those dance moves, and it's she wants to speak, to shout, to sing, and they're all different moves, and it's very expressive of like what she's feeling inside. I thought it was really cool. It was insight into a character that's so violent, but it was so well done uh, that it was really really nice to see. And then it ends with a character that's been observing her called Shiva. Um, who I'm assuming is from her past. I don't have a lot of knowledge of yeah. Orphan's past, sure. but what I've seen sure. so far, I really like. Could play into Mega Shadows. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Presumably. Yeah. yeah. Um, and 
it goes into the next story, which involves uh, Jean-Paul, who's Azrael, uh, and he's praying at a temple, and then all of a sudden you see his like flames shoot out of his um, the top of his hands, and then he goes in and fights like these giant Batman robots with um, Batwing, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, who's effectively like Iron Man but with a Batman logo on him. Which I'm okay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> totally fine, right? Mixing genres. And he absolutely destroys these robots. To, to Batwing's astonishment, he's like, Batman hasn't even completed this one. How did you do it? Um, you know, you, you had to have some kind of trick or something. And Azrael's talking about, like, the will of God and who he puts in trust in it and all this sort of thing. Um, but Batwing, being the scientist he is, is, of course, skeptical of it. So anyway, they go into the lab, and Azrael shows him the suit that he wears, and it has an actual artificial intelligence built into it that helps him target, uh, like, specific strike points against enemies. But, kind of like Orphan. Sure. Kind of like Orphan does naturally. Natural, so, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with Azrael, this AI is fighting against his normal subconscious, so it's two minds trying to control the same body, ah. which originally drove, if you, like, you know Azrael's history, he was yeah. insane. Reminds me of Blue Beetle. Yeah, that's actually bit. a pretty oh, okay. good comparison. Yeah, the that's Beetle not bad. feeds in. Always he's fighting like Black a, Beetle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he is. Good. He's <laughs> always fighting Black um, Beetle. So then he, he challenges Batwing. He's like, all right, do you want to see me do that again without the suit? So he's like, all right, you're on. And then you see the helmets laying down on the table. Uh, and then the next page is this being called Ascalon getting a- activated. And again, I don't have much familiarity with him. but is that a Final Fantasy Setting up for something very cool. <laughs> <laughs> it might be. It might be. Did you say Bahamut? Yeah. Uh, Carbuncle. The very last story was cool because you got to see Tim Drake again. Batman's in trouble. He's just been bitten by something absolutely heinous. This uh, will be a flashback. Yes, this is a few months ago because as totally, we saw Tim totally Drake, cooked. quote unquote. Yeah, back. yeah. Because um, he's six feet under. He's oh, actually like so it. far under. He's in some sort of space prison. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> yes, so yes. he Batman calls to Alfred to send the car. Tim Drake intercepts the transmission. And says, "Hey, you know what? I gave Alfred the night off. Let me, I got you." And he pulls up in the the uh, what is it, what does he call it? Uh, the Red Bird. Sorry, and it's effectively like a, a red, almost Ferrari-esque Batmobile. Ah, that's all right. Um, yeah, that's not so bad. I like Tim Drake, yeah. yeah. He just rolls up and he goes, all right, you and I need to talk in, in uh, addressing Batman. So he takes Batman back to the Belfry, uh, or his, like, his bird's nest, his robin's nest, um, which can't... He tells Batman, like, look, nothing we say is going to get out of here. Uh, oh, I have programs, like, limiting all this sort of stuff, so you can trust me. Just be honest with me. He's like, you have Dick, who's back in... The Nightwing outfit, he's fighting with the Court of Owls, and he's stuck between these two worlds, so you have extra eyes there. Then you have Jason Todd, who's in the criminal underworld, taking that over, um, but also keeping things in check, so now you have eyes there. You've got this group of people that you're putting together. You've got me, who was sort of slacking with the Teen Titans because I've been training this group. And then you convince Damien to hang out with people his own age, and now he's hanging out with the Teen Titans. So like, I really just have to ask you, what are you doing, and why are you like preparing for war? And then it's just yeah. Batman, and it's just silence. And then it says, <laughs> Dark Days Are Coming, 2017. Wow. Holy smokes. I got chills. Thanks, yeah. Trump. Yeah. So, so <laughs> You know right. what Batman says, Dark Days Are Coming? Dark fucking It's a pretty free dark, dark, dark Days <laughs> he didn't, He's he didn't. the Dark Knight. I mean, yeah. his town was just ripped apart by monsters. Wow. To, to be fair, the words, in fact. <laughs> the words didn't come out of Batman's mouth. That was just the, the teaser the at the yeah, bottom yeah, there. Wow. Uh, Batman was silent when he was addressed with that. But... Uh, it's amazing because now you're like, okay, well, all these things that seeming like were unrelated are all coming together. Are probably part of this sure. master plan that Batman has to fight some unseen threat, but it's called League of Shadows Prologue. So oh. it's pretty cool. Maybe a hint, but that was pretty it cool. was 
a very very cool comic to me it gave you some insight to characters that you don't normally get to yeah. dive too deeply into um but yeah i really really enjoyed it wow yeah, that's solid. a good job. Only slightly, incredibly over time. So uh, yeah. good job, well, good job. Oh wow! Yeah. I mean, well, you did be the anniversary three three story. Yeah, yeah. 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 we have to go through. Kind of new. Let's not waste any more yeah. time, Andrew. Judging on uh, what's come out this week, I can't possibly imagine what you have for us. But uh, I'd love for you to tell me. It's IVX. Oh, yeah. what a surprise! IVX issue number an X Men title. You said title. I love me some X Men. Let me let me give you the lay of the land, right? And then we'll just I'll jump into some discussion here. Uh, there's a couple of different threads in issue four. You've got thread number one. Uh, if you remember from last week, the tie-in with Mosaic, the Inhuman, jumping into Young Cyclops to hijack the Blackbird. Yep. Yeah. You kind of get to see more of it, but this time from Mosaic's point of view. So you see him with the Inhumans, and he, they're like, "Listen, you gotta hijack the Blackbird. You gotta get us out of here." infiltrate the, the mutants, figure out who can fly, get us out of here. And and he's like, okay, but like, you know, do I have to be worried about anything? And the Inhumans are like, I mean, not really. Just watch out for, you know, any blondes, any redheads. <laughs> also, the old dude with the helmet. Like, if you avoid blondes, redheads, old dude with helmet, you're totally cool. So it's awesome because Mosaic's like, well, okay. And he's getting ready to like phase over to, to the mansion, right? And he's yeah, like, yeah. and he's repeating, he's like, Blondes, redheads, old guy with helmet. Blondes, redhead, old guy, <laughs> old with, guy helmet. with helmet. Yeah, yeah. he's like, I, I can't have any of that. So yeah. he goes into the mansion and he's like, ah, sweet. Like, there's the old guy with the helmet. He doesn't have his helmet on. Good to go. Oh, crap. There's a blonde here. <laughs> so he's a little As confused. far as the eye can see, a couple of yep. blondes, a couple of old guys yep. with helmets. Uh, so then, second thread, right? Inhuman royal family and a bunch of other inhumans are in limbo still. Right, mm-hmm. they got sent over there. They got a force field around them, and about fifty thousand demons trying to just eat their faces. Just a couple. Yeah. Just a couple. So these Inhumans are safe getting ripped apart from the demons. One, yeah. two, fifty thousand. <laughs> uh, Medusa's like still in her battle regalia, still with the razors in her hair. She's yeah. like, you know, this force field. It doesn't stop sound. It doesn't stop light. It doesn't stop air. So it's not impenetrable. Let's like bust out of here. And and the other Inhumans like. I don't know if you knew this, but there's like, like a billion demons out there. Like, <laughs> the force field's saving us, too. She's like, no, no, no. We'll deal with that second. We're busting out of here. They make some kind of big sonic cannon with one of the inhuman abilities. Shatter, you know, the barrier. There's a... a what? They, they blow the ground the out. Ground they blow the ground yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, the, the idea is sure. they're, they're trapped in kind of like, yeah. uh, like a glass yeah. on top of them, so they sure. blow the bottom. Absolutely. Out. They blow out of there, and then there's a lot of cool fight scenes. You see Medusa strangling and also like just slitting the throats of demons with her hair. Yeah, it's good stuff. You, you see them go into town, uh, and they break out, right? So that's, that's thread number two. All right, all right. Uh... Threat number three is the mutants debating what the heck to do. They are getting information from Limbo. They're like, uh, the Inhumans have broke out of the force field. We're on a clock, basically, because eventually they're going to figure out how to get back here. And also, because kind of the, the mutants in Limbo, that's the royal family. The Inhumans right, in Limbo, so, yeah. So that's these the, are the, the, the big bads. The guys they set up to trap yeah. were, were their big yep. guns. They're like, they've broken out of stage one. It's a matter of time before they get here. And they're going to be pissed off. Hmm. So, like, we're already on a clock. Also, Forge has been taken out somehow. He's the only one who can stop the cloud at this point. We got to find him. Hmm. So, they're like, what do we do? We have two threats. We got the Inhumans in Limbo who are making progress to escaping. 
we got to find Forge. How yeah. do we split our resources? So yeah, they're yeah. all debating. Uh, through those are kind of the three threads. You got that's also kind of what I really liked yeah. about that Forge part was that they were like, we got to go through the notes. Like they, yeah. they don't just say we have to find Forge. They they really run through every yeah. other option they have. Like, and it comes down to and you really get this sense that like. Forge is the keystone. Like he is the absolute must of this whole thing, or everything falls apart because they have no other. I'm like, beast yep. notes aren't going to help. There are no other scientists that can figure this out. Yep. They got a week and a half to find this guy, or, or everyone's curtains. dead. And yep. it's own. That's the only option. Yep. Back to Mosaic. He's jumped into Magneto. Magneto's takes about four seconds. He's like, get the fuck out of here. I love kid. it. I love it. He's like, get the hell out of my head. I'm putting my helmet on. I'm gonna fucking take you down he kicks him out of his head magneto kind of stumbles onto the ground he's like we've got a problem there is some kind of inhuman in my head you thought we were on a clock already this they're already making moves against us we yeah, gotta we yeah, gotta yeah. up the timetable emma frost storm they're like what the like we gotta move uh, mosaic gets expelled he flies around the corner he's like i gotta figure out how to fly this blackboard he's like oh there's you on the cyclops let me get in his head he's like oh god wait a second there's, like, blondes and redheads around him. He's like, oh, my God, this is, this is everything I was told to avoid. <laughs> Jumps in the young Cyclops anyway. We saw the tie-in. He uses him to get the Blackbird. He gets out of there, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, flashback, right? So that's kind of the end of that thread. You still got um, the Inhumans in Limbo. Storm contacts the uh, X-Haven, the school located in Limbo, and she's she says Colossus is there. And she tells Colossus... Listen, the royal family, the human, the A-team, their best people, they all just bust out of the force field. <laughs> this is good. And yeah. there's no doubt in my mind they are coming to X-Haven to try and figure out a way out of Limbo. And Colossus says, you know, he's like, listen. Poloski, comrade. Right. He's like, I'm the only one here. Do you, like, am I to deal with this all on my own? And Storm's... Saying, Super you know, apologetic. So I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, I guess. Like, we we need everyone on deck to find Forge. And 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 Colossus is, says, no problem. I don't mind. I just wanted to clarify. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like what a mess. He's like, let's. No, no, no. You must understand. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, <laughs> it's that, no problem. Yeah, it's, so, it's no problem. You get a great splash page of the Inhuman army medusa's tells johnny storm burn the mansion like they took out our home let's take out their home we take we send this yep mansion's on fire splash page flames everywhere out of the flames on fire colossus in metal form covered covered in in flames red hot says all right my friends who is to be first? <laughs> and he's just ready to freaking rumble. I lost it. Oh, oh my, my god. god. That was like, I love Colossus, and I have ever yeah. since I read the Weedon Weed run, run? Yeah, great of the, stuff. like, where they recovered Colossus, and just yeah. here where he's literally just like, oh, Oloski, comrades. <laughs> Who is to be first? So good. Like, ah, like, what so a, good. What a gangster. You um, know what I'm saying? And then the uh, issue the issue really wraps up with um quickly, you got Mosaic gets the Blackbird, reunites with the Inhumans, and he says, Um, listen, we we've kind of put a dent in their plans. We're making moves to counterpunch. But when I was in Young Cyclops' head, it turns out they're only doing this because in like less than a week, the planet is inhabitable, all mutants die, or they leave the planet. Mm. And at that point, 
all the Inhumans who have rallied together to strike back against the mutants, in particular Miss Marvel, who's kind of the the moral compass for the group, yeah, is says, you know, you end the issue with her going, wait, are we actually the bad guys here? Yeah, and that's kind of how it ends. Yeah. So, which I, I think is kind of really cool because we've we've put out some speculation already that there's we absolutely know there's going to be a Visher. Yeah. In yeah. the X Men team. Yeah. Um, and we're, we've kind of got the speculation that it's going to be new school, old school. Yeah, Young Cyclops with Emma Frost is what I'm thinking. New uh, old. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And we're seeing a little bit of what I think is going to be possibly a similar dynamic here because they yeah. make reference to the fact that the Inhumans <clears throat> that are still running around yeah. are the new guys that the, the X Men don't know anyone the new about. Yeah. And, and they don't know to worry about even what they can do. Mm-hmm. But then these are the guys that figure out, hey, like if we don't like if we go to war yeah. with these guys, we're committing genocide. Yeah. Even if like the idea is just to defend ourselves, if we even like yeah. try and defend ourselves, we're obliterating their race as yeah. a whole. Yeah. Really who, who are the bad guys? Really great issue. Colossus being a badass was great. That was awesome. You're, you're seeing I love that the sides are starting to crack under the stress of the war. You got the mutants starting to draw sides amongst themselves, the inhumans are on line. Great issue. Can't wait for more to come. Time's been great. This has been great. Mm. Uh, solid event all around, nice. for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, which brings it to me with uh, Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps. Oh. Now, this is something we've been talking a lot about. Yeah. Uh, this, I mean, in the Rebirth, if you looked up, if you're new to Green Lanterns, something that is highly recommended, like if you look up a tier list of all the comics you got to read, yeah. This is on the list. You mean like, Green Lanterns isn't on it? Uh, I'm. I don't even know that. Let's not. Let's not say list. things we don't yeah. mean. And there's yeah. only one. Well, you're still pulling it. Yeah, yeah. No, no, but no, that's no, only in hopes yeah. that it gets. But better. you can't say that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but but just to paint you a picture, I have three favorite lanterns, and it's Hal Jordan, the Green Lantern. Okay. Kyle Rayner. How many are there? The like White four? Lantern. <laughs> okay. And Saint Walker, the Blue Lantern. <laughs> what the heck is that? <laughs> listen, listen. Uh, don't yeah, ask questions you don't mean to ask, all right? Sam Walker is the original Blue Lantern. Jesus he, Christ. He created the Blue Ring. What is Blue Hope? Hope. Oh, okay. The universe created the Blue Ring sure. for St. Walker, and he is the most powerful Blue Lantern, and Blue Lanterns and Green Lanterns kind of coincide, and they draw yeah. power from They're totally bros. They're totally bros. Yeah, yeah, willpower, couple, hope, hope, yeah, willpower. Yeah, yeah, There are a couple of bros. Now... This comic, I think you guys, as people who have seen Star Wars, might like this, but it opens in a very... Jesus Christ. It opens in a very... Um, Star Wars people. What's what are you guys? Star- You're one of them. <laughs> let, let me tell you. Let me I tell am. you. This, this opens up on basically... Um, who's the guy? The guy who says, uh, I love you. I Han Solo. Yeah, Han Solo. It opens up on oh, a very that's a great Han line. Solo. Yeah. I love you. It opens up on a very Han Solo great. character. He's blazing through space. Yeah. He's like, no one's ever going to catch me. Never. Boom. Guy Gardner shows up, catches him. Yeah, no kidding. He's yeah. like, Guy Gardner rolls in. He's like, listen, I don't care about all the contraband you got in here. Classic Guy Gardner. He's got Wrath Cars, probably. Probably. Yeah, I maybe. think so. I think he does. No, Darth Maul's killed him all. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> so he rolls in. He's like, listen, we need some information. We're searching for these guys. Yeah. And he shows them the emblem of fear. Wow. So you know a little bit that the the Greens yellow, are trying right? the, the yeah. yellow absolutely led by Sinestro. You Dick. know a little bit that for whatever reason 
the greens are trying to track down the yellows. Well, they're trying to they're trying to track down the yellow lanterns that aren't aligned with the green lanterns as part of Sinestro's daughters, like faction of the core. Absolutely. Yeah. So the, the yellow has kind of been uh, stigmatized. They've been kind of these like bad guy police force for a while, but there have been some yellow lanterns that didn't like that. They went with Sinestro's daughter to try and be like, hey, listen, we kind of signed up with this. Like, yeah, we have the ability to inspire great fear, but we're still at heart, like, good guys. Like, we wanted to use this power to, like, properly police the universe. Um, And bananas. What? 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 (laughs) (laughs) So, so once of them, like, so let's say half the Yellow Force went with the Green Lanterns. Half the Yellow Force is MIA. And they're tracking down that part. So, Hal Jordan's here. This was kind of established in the last comic. He's talking to um, John, who's the head of the Green Lantern Corps. Wow. And John's like, listen, we got a big meeting coming up. Big you're old the guy. meeting. I run the Green Lantern yeah. Corps, but you're, you're the star player. Like, this is Hal. Hal. He says this, this John to John says this John to Hal. Hal. Okay, okay. And he's like, listen, I got a tough thing to say. Yeah. This is something in the history of the universe has never happened. Two cores coming together. And Hal's like, listen... I'm with you, man. I like I'm yeah. at your backing call. I'm on the team. And John yeah. goes, Fantastic. You're a star quarterback. I need you to roll in here. I need you to say a couple great things about joining up with the yellow side, because that would go a huge long way. I feel and like- Hal's like, listen, listen, listen. I hear what you're saying, but I got some place to be. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, actually I, I love the plan, but I, I really got to do my own thing right now. I bet he doesn't love the plan. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet he hates and it. I can't. Well, what's funny is so too two, much about it. Two issues ago, it ended with John Stewart and Sinestra's daughter, I'm sorry, I forget her name, uh, effectively shaking hands and be like, uniting the cores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you see Kyle and Hal turn around like, wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> and then yeah, that's yeah, how the yeah, issue yeah. ended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? <laughs> what? So, huh? No, no, no. no. Like, I'm sure he he seemed, he feels some type of way about it. Uh, yeah, you think? <laughs> but he's got bigger things to do. These are also what's, to be fair, the yellow are kind of like the canonical, like, corresponding bad guys. Like, Absolutely. Parallax, the fear entity, fused with Hal Jordan, and obliterated Coast City. Yeah, that kind of sucks. Like, right. like, these guys are like... He was also, yellow was the weakness of the Green Lanterns originally, before the bananas, Yellow Lanterns right, were created. Yeah. There's a lot of backstory to it. Can't impact bananas. Uh, can't, can't. You know, originally, it couldn't affect the color yellow. So or taxis. You know, like, that's, that's technically... That's, true, yeah. uh, or that's lemons. technically canonical. Or lemons. Yes. Couldn't affect taxis, bananas, or lemons. Yeah, you just yeah. throw yellow fruit at and, the Green Lanterns. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. good. Well, good luck throwing a taxi at Hal Jordan. You can't lift yourself off this camera. There was a great off issue where Batman and Robin painted an entire room yellow and invited Hal Jordan over. <laughs> and he's like, no! And he's like, beat the shit out of him. It was great. It was great. They're like, where's your power now, bitch? Uh, it, was, it was fantastic. But I digress. Yeah, you sure do. You sure do. Um, so, Hal rolls out. We kind of move to Hal comes up to Kyle Rayner and he's like, listen, man. I need you. We're the only two bros that can handle this. Broski. We need broski power to fly through space. They're like muscling up. They fist bump. They fly yeah. through space. And they get to a molten lava planet. Mm. And this like hilarious back and forth. Part of the reason that Cal Rainer is one of my favorite lanterns yeah. is his dialogue with Hal Jordan. Like yeah. when they're together. Yeah. It's, it's, it's he's a younger guy. It is yeah. good yeah. stuff. It is good stuff. Kyle... 
the one who kind of picked up the mantle from Hal after Hal went, like, insane and became this bad guy. And he was, like, so, you know, he's kind of, like, fighting that. Um, you know, he says things like, they show up to this planet and Kyle's, like, making jokes. And Hal goes, listen, I'm the only other person on this planet, so I'm not exaggerating that I say absolutely no one here cares about me. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> so you totally put them in place. Yeah, they're, they're, they're flying around. They come to this planet. It comes to find that um, the reason they're here is to find hope. They were sent by the, the galaxy, uh, Ganthet and Saeed. They were sent yeah. here kind of cryptically saying, you have to find hope. Okay. And Kyle's like, why am I here? You, the Greens have the best collection with the connection with the Blues. Um, well, you could find them yourself. The planet's got a lot of disturbance in it, so Kyle's got a stronger pull to the entire spectrum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's been brought to find the blue. Sure. And Hal, knowing this planet, is home to apparently just, like, flying god Rathars. demon monsters. Rathars. I will do yeah, Rathars. Yeah. Look like horrible demon dragons? Uh, that might be Limbo. Oh, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Well, possibly demons from Limbo. But one of my favorite pages in this whole thing... Kyle and Hal are fighting these guys together, and Hal's like, listen, listen, listen. I need you to go find this blue guy, because I don't know what's going to happen to him. I don't know if he's going to last much longer on this planet. And Kyle's like, listen, I got I to gotta stay here and help you out. And he's like, no, you go find this blue guy. I'll do what I do. Everything else. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, that's, that's the Hal Jordan yeah. I know and love. He's a You gangster. know what I'm saying? He's a gangster. You know, he's just like, I, you know, I got two flying dragon monsters the size of massive buildings. Child's play. One giant got, green yeah. boxing glove coming up. <laughs> Easy. So they got a couple panels where they're going through. They're both kind of making fun of each other. Hal's got some great lines at the expense of Kyle. Kyle's got some great lines at the expense of Hal. And it, it ends on Kyle flying in and seeing St. Walker going absolutely insane in combat, getting smothered in kind of a, a very... Limbo-esque scene. Oh, a lot of demons. Smothered, surrounded by demons. And uh, saying, he's putting up his own, though. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's throwing he's back He's got a shots. couple of demons of his own. He's saying, listen, listen, listen. You're coming at me, uh, but I'm not giving up hope. Yeah. And it's just like, damn. That's my boy, Sam Walker. So what's, what's crazy, there are only three people to have ever made their own rings. That's... First was Sinestro. He made uh-huh. the yellow lanterns. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Created, yeah. created the, the yeah. battery. Yeah. You had Saint, Saint Walker who made the blue. He seems okay. And then you had Hal Jordan who just in this series created his own. Total bro. And, That's crazy. And resurrected himself from death. With the help of his bro, Sif Lieberman, Kyle Rayner. Bro oh, yeah, yeah. Bro, Sif Lieberman. Yeah. Bro, Sif Stalin, if you yeah. will. It was, <laughs> it was bro time at the Apollo. It was bro time at the Apollo. And Kyle Rayner. <laughs> his hand into the afterlife uh, and yeah. pulled uh, Hal back. It was because uh, uh, it was cards night. Oh, it was. Yeah. So hello, friends. Mm. Who is to be first? <laughs> uh, well, I think we know where we're at. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. At, in the metric, in, in the water meter, and how and how underwater. I, uh, Harambe Studios uh, is quite underwater. I've had quite a few crown princesses <laughs> crime, if, uh, if you know what I mean. Clown matching princes. shorts too. It's like you clown dressed appropriately. I did. I did. I did dress appropriately. Which brings us, unequivocally, to the surprise of absolutely no one. Next week, one shots. Well, uh, no, you're, you're taking Arya's line first of all. <laughs> I figured. I'd oh, I thought it was the end of the podcast. Ruining the flow. We got more to go. Brings us to unequivocally 
to the surprise of no one. I'm surprised. The winner of the week. Oh, yeah. Holy, do we have go. enough time? It oh, began we... with a whisper, and it ends with thunder. Oh, ends with thunder! Oh, oh, I think you all know where we're going with this. I think you know. Oh, I God. think you know. You can't possibly Dicks not out from know. Around, and if you don't know... It's yeah. unworthy, Thor. Oh, oh my god, god, it was good. The worthiest oh my god. of gods of the storm himself. We've highlighted this comic a few times, but you can't highlight it enough. You can't. It's only, and apparently it's only got six issues to it. Well, or five. We'll see. We'll it's see. got five issues to it, because this is the fourth, and it ends on a to-be-concluded page. But, as always, we'll begin at the beginning. <gasps> with a flashback to young Thor in his early days trying to pick up the hammer. Yeah. He's he's got it. He's going to it. It really sets the pace. His original bout with being unworthy when he's a little bit younger. Yeah. He's talking about slaying dragons. Maybe I'll slay a bigger dragon <laughs> next time because I, I can't pick up this freaking I hammer. I killed this dragon. I saved a bunch of maidens. Yep. Raised a couple of flagons of mead. Upright a ship. I can't, I can't raise this freaking hammer, though. Maybe I'll kill a bigger dragon. <laughs> Come on, hammer. Unbelievable. Flash forward. We pick up with our favorite uh, Viking warrior, exactly where we left so off. So good. Gearing up for war. He's got the Uru arm. He's got Torbjorn in his hands. Yeah. Ready to go to freaking town with his posse. Oh, it looks like he's already been going to town. <laughs> oh, it's very possible. But, I mean, well, that's how he's always ready. He's already <laughs> been there, you know? Um, he's He's got Beta Ray, his total yep. bro. Yep. And this, you see a scene where they kind of look forward and they see almost this collected army. Against like, them, right? right? Against yeah, them. Yeah, they're like, we, this is what we Running stand at them. And yeah. they're, they're looking down the barrel of a gun. And you're like, man, is Thor really getting... And, and it's Thor specifically looking at this army. You think, yeah. this guy is getting ready to hack and slash through what seems to be 3,000 guys. At least. And then all of a sudden, Beta Ray slams the ground. Seemingly murders 3,000 guys <laughs> with lightning. Yep. And boom, the ground is just cleared. And I love... I want to read for a moment an excerpt. Please do. Please do. There's a lot in this. And no power in all the heavens will stand in my way. In our way, I should say, as I do not fight alone. I am joined by my friend, in reference to Beta Ray. Yep. My goat, in reference to our favorite goat, Tooth Nasher. Tooth Nasher, yeah. And... An enthusiastic new acquaintance, followed by the uh, unforgettable line from our favorite hellhound. <laughs> yeah, God, he's so good. Murder, murder, murder. <laughs> he's, and he is. He's living up to his And name. he's, yeah, he's breathing fire and he's God. ripping people on the head. This guy so really loves murder. He's freaking enthusiastic. Good. Oh, God, it's amazing. Oh, so we're God. obviously, Thor's on his quest. He's heading back towards the hammer. We zip over to the hammer. We come to the scene where we left off in the last yeah. issue as well. We have the collector. Yep. We have the two minions. Um, uh, Proxman and, uh, Proxman and, and Black, Black Swan. Swan. Yep. Minions of Thanos sent to get the hammer. And a mysterious being. And a mysterious oh, yeah, being. The hooded being. The hooded yeah. being. Who we've always speculated to this day. Could be Gore. Could be Gore. Could be Loki. Could be Loki. Yep. Were our high guesses. And there's something that happens in this comic that now I don't think it's either one. Man, we'll see. Or it's it's leading me away, at the very least, from Gore. But we'll get there. We'll get yeah, there. Yeah, we'll get there. So we're running through this comic and we're, we're like, you know, we're at this battle. Collector's going against the, the Thanos chicks. Thor rolls in. He's just like, I've come for what's mine. Everyone's like, oh, nobody's gonna, nobody can pick up God, this God, it's so good. Thor's <laughs> standing there. 
And it, it's the art. Can, can I read my favorite excerpt? Please. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Black Swan is trying to pick up this hammer, and Collector's like, listen, I've tried to pick up the hammer. There's no way anyone can pick up the hammer. You get this big explosion. Collector says, there's no one that can. Big explosion. <laughs> you see Thor in his new cut. is He's in battle regalia. Standing above Stand- a minion that he's quite possibly yep. just cleaved in half. I'm pretty sure that minion's cleaved in half. The, his <laughs> battle axe is still embedded in his minion, and he goes, I have come for what is mine. Stand aside. Pulls his battle axe out of the minion, or be ready to bleed. Oh. What's even funnier than that, though? They're not funny. I mean, that's epic as hell. Oh, the, the funnier like follow-up, though, is that... <laughs> Proxima Midnight and Black Swan, or the Collector in Black Swan, just yeah. continue to talk as if Thor's not there. Yeah. He's like, well, you're right. Like, if we bathe in his blood, like, maybe yeah. we can pick it yeah. up. That's what like, they have kind of, like, casual banding. Yeah. You know, like, huh. Yeah, or if we wear his skin right. as our mittens, maybe we can but grab it. But it just kind of shows that they really don't view him, the Odin son, as a threat. Yeah. When he doesn't possess the power of Mjolnir. Exactly, like, yeah. yeah like, this guy's basically a nobody. Like, He's a total jabron. Right. What do you care about? This guy's Let's a regular guy. Slice yeah. his skin off, bathe in his blood, make mittens out of his skin maybe we can lift the hammer i'm like oh my yeah. god <laughs> <laughs> these guys are not messing around oh, but they want... they're creative as hell they yeah. Want... yeah but that's i mean you know i, I see where they're coming from sure, right? sure. you know they're kind of psychos but you know <laughs> i mean i see where they're coming from yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely so uh so please continue what what happens next yeah so we have we have kind of another flashback we're, we're kind of always getting into his historical bouts with unworthiness that this sure. comic does a great job of yeah. kind of sending back to because we yeah. think like Oh, you know, this this is his real, this is unworthy Thor. He's dropped the hammer. He's fallen yep. from worthiness. But this issue in particular does a really great job of reminding us that he wasn't always worthy, but he was always our favorite god. Yeah. And he oh, was, yeah. there were times where he, even when he was worthy and he was wielding the hammer, you know, Ari, we talked about this a little earlier, but there's this scene where uh, he's, he's going through kind of his relationship phase with Jane Foster. Yep. And he wakes up, she walks out, and he's sitting there. And yeah, she hammer. says, yeah, just looking at the hammer, which is kind of a playback to what he does at the very beginning. You find him sitting there looking at the hammer when he's yeah. very young, trying to lift it. And she goes, do you do this every morning? And he goes, like, I have to because I every time I fall asleep, I fall asleep in terror that I'm going to wake up <laughs> not as worthy the next day. And, I, and it's going to be the day I won't be able to lift it. Yeah. yeah. And, like... And it's like, oh man, like it's chilling, like because here we I, are, and he can't lift it. He's like, you know, I haven't slept in months, unless you count being beaten unconscious. You know, like well, I didn't see. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I read that. Me. I read that line, and I was just floored. Like yeah. I was like, holy crap! Yeah, that was insane. It's like, the hubris, like it's every. It's, oh man, yeah, it's amazing. It's, it's it's crazy, and and then we kind of zip back, so we just kind of touch on like zip, the times, zap, zoop. the times that he struggled with unworthiness before. And uh, we zip back. Now he's going to Clown Town with Proxima Midnight. Oh they're, my god! They're facing. They're off. all squaring up, right? He's like, oh, they're they're you squaring got the Thor off. Thor posse versus the uh, the others, basically. Thor is currently in combat with Proxima yep. Midnight. We got Beta Ray against um, Black Swan. Black Swan. Yep. Do you want to tell us who uh, the Collector is fighting? Oh my god! There's <laughs> there in the the collector fight. is fighting Toothnasher. <laughs> And basically, you've got all these great fight scenes. You got, like you said, all these great fight scenes. And then you flash over the collector. And he's like, 
Someone get this freaking goat out of here. Like, what the <laughs> hell? What, what, where did this goat come from? This How goat is a, a celestial being, an elder of the universe. I'm fighting a goat. Yeah. Like, what in the hell? That goat is giving him some problems. Let oh, me tell yeah. you, Tooth Nash was no joke. Now, here, here is where I really want to touch on, because we've had a Please. lot of speculation oh, yeah. about who this guy in the hood is. And I want yeah. to read this, this back and forth, because Please do. we have... Thor against Proxima Midnight. Yep. We have Beta Ray against Black Swan. Yep. We have Tooth Nasher against the Collector, which leaves two people. We have the Hellhound, yep. and we have the figure in the hood. Yeah. The hooded figure. And the hooded figure says, a Hellhound, what are you doing here? Yes. And the Hellhound recognizes the figure and says, what are you doing here? And then the figure responds, stand down, dog. I command you. As presumably he has the power to command hellhounds, yeah. yeah. And then the hellhound responds, "I don't think you command anything anymore." Sure, sure. But in some respect, at one point, this hooded figure was in some sort of command of, of hellhounds, of hellhounds yeah. presumably associated with hell. Who? Mephisto. Mephisto. Yeah. Loki, Loki. is the father of hell himself. True, which That's brings true. me around because I was showing. I was yeah. really feeling gore. I mean, the the yeah. black sword, um, black tentacles. Like it, it all kind of was very reminiscent. We consider who's writing it. Yeah. Um, and and at least you forget the uh, the fine fine work of uh, literary telling Civil War Two. One of the uh, one of the flashbacks was Loki wielding the gore blade. That's a great point. Right? Sure. Yeah. So. One to the uh, one check box something to keep in mind because you think oh, I was really I was really kind of like my money was on Gore, but now Gore doesn't really have anything to do with Hellhounds. He doesn't have really any association to them that we know of or that we were ever shown. Yeah. Right. So I'm kind of now being led in another direction. Absolutely. I think um, the, the the evidence in Loki's favor is just mounting at this point. Yeah. I think so. I think especially with this, because this is some yeah. hard evidence. Yeah, absolutely. Before everything was kind of speculation. Sake, this is something saying this person at one point had the power, had the authority to control beings of hell. Um, we go through the fight's really popping off. Uh, Thor walks up to the hammer. He's about a foot away. He gets chained up again. Yeah. Um, by the collector, he's saying, "You collector's like, y'all belong to me." We all uh, belong to me. <laughs> once again, one more flashback to kind of immediately after uh, Thor's become unworthy. Yeah. He's in. He's he's looking at the stand. He's always looking at in all these flashbacks. The stand yep. that always holds Mjolnir. The, yeah, yeah. In the beginning, he has not lifted it yet. In the middle, he wields it, but he always fears losing it. Yep. And in the end. It's gone. It's absent. From, it's it, absent yeah. from his pedestal. Yeah. Um. He's looking at a really cool progression in the in the flashbacks, and then it brings us back to present time. He cuts the chains. He jumps on Tooth Nasher. He goes, uh, you know, I've got an enchanted axe. I've got a black arm of Uru, and I got a large hungry goat. And it's time. It's time to get to work. It's time to get this freaking hammer. Yeah. Once again, just unbelievably like hilarious, well drawn, like yeah. perfect paneling, oh time after time. Because Thor's gearing up. He's Great. got his whole regalia going. He's got his weapon. He's got his goat. He's got his arm. And then like, like meanwhile, Thori, the Hellhound, is like 
chewing on the hammer. <laughs> and Thori's like, oh, Thor, Thori came to fetch. Thori's being a good dog. Yeah. It's just like, what the fuck? Thori is a good dog. Yeah, yeah your neck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, great, great. Um, so Thor rolls up while the collector's giving some yeah. like victory speech. He knocks him out. Um, uh, Thor in the background kind of begins to reference a whisper. He keeps saying, a whisper uh, was all it took. Yeah. A whisper I still can't unhear. A whisper yeah. I can't yet refute. A whisper, a whisper, a whisper. It's all it took to bring me down. I have to be stronger than a whisper, and I need one thing. I need a hammer. Hell yeah, he does. And on the uh, last page, he's finally at it. He's got his hand on the hammer, and he says, what began with a whisper now ends with thunder. Well, that's, that's the hood. It's that's, that's the, the hooded hooded figure. figure. Or some other being. Yeah, well, this, this, this is, yes, the unseen seas. And yeah. then we see kind of a celestial eye. That, that could be the hooded figure. Because didn't he have... Was it the same hooded figure that appeared to him in issue one that told him where it yep. was? I believe so. It's all... We think the that's the figure. same? I thought it was a separate one. Uh, it could be. I don't know. Because this looks a little bit diff- differently represented. A lot of people... I think this is the same hooded figure that tells him to that's search for saying. the hammer in the beginning. I don't think yeah. it's the hooded but figure that's on the planet that's been currently... Like, yeah, right. That's what right. I'm saying. Right. That's yeah. been in combat. So there's in combat two against Thor. hooded figures. Yes, I think yeah. there are two kind of things going on here. Um, but we end on a page that says, to be concluded, theoretically, next unworthy Thor issue... Issue gonna, five. ...is going to bring about... I mean, you never know with Marvel. Civil yeah. War two, could be two years from now this issue comes out. <laughs> could be. Ah, oh, God, I'd be, be waiting. I'd be waiting. I, I'm anticipating that issue five to be concluded. It may. Oh, God, I don't know. They could do a couple different ways. They may wrap up unworthy. Unworthy Thor may end up being a mini series, leading to a bigger. Series. It may end up being a five issue mini theor- mini series. And then it launches into a new Thor title with I think Odin's that's exactly, son I think that's with the Ultimate Universe hammer in hand. God damn it. This I, is I good. think this is telling the story of him being unworthy. Yeah. Then he's going to pick up the hammer, once yeah. again reclaim the mantle of Thor. Yeah. And it's going to start a new arc of him as a reborn Thor yeah. wielding the Ultimate Hammer. Plot twist. Yes. Oh my god. Throw it out there. Jarvis it, is the This bad guy. ends on his hand wrapped around the hammer. What if it turns out he's unworthy of this hammer? Could be. Like what if it turns it. out he still can't lift this hammer? Could be. We don't know. I don't want to think about it because I'd love to see him wield the hammer. I can't reclaim this that. Listen. But so say I mean it's gonna be concluded. Yeah. Something's He's, happening. I gotta imagine. He either kills his... himself or he gets a hammer. <laughs> like, one of two things is gonna happen. <laughs> I gotta imagine issue five. Maybe he struggles Ooh. to pick it up at first, but he's he's wielding that hammer. And oh yeah. my god. Yeah. It's sure. so good. I've got I've got a couple of things to say. If you do, many. Well, maybe maybe a couple. If you if you'll yield please, the floor, please, I, you know, absolutely, uh, weigh in, weigh in. God, this is a good comic. I I don't think there's been a this week was uh, this is the kind of week that makes you glad that you're a comic book oh, fan. Oh my god, yeah. Oh, there was a metric fuck ton of comics out this week. Oh yeah, 
All great. Exactly was, one hole. Yeah, can one you, whole metric fuck Exactly yeah. one yeah. hole in context. We haven't really even touched on All-Star Batman. All-Star Batman was great. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Poison Ivy, Pamela, like, that was a great issue. All-Star Batman was great. We haven't touched on it because there was a shit ton of stuff out this week. There was amazing. Yeah, everything was strong. Everything I've been reading, I'm just yeah. like, holy so crap. Good. I can't wait to get to the next so page. So freaking yeah. good. We took a anonymous poll where we all we, we tried to decide on winner of the week. Yeah. And we all just we all voted on what we thought was gonna be the winner. We thought it was gonna be hard to pick the winner of the we week. We thought we were all gonna have a different yeah. answer. Yeah. And independently we all submitted our vote. We all independently voted for Unworthy Thor. Thor. Yeah. We had to yeah. measure our excitement this week with a yardstick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. God, does Jason Aaron like the guy knows how to write, man. Jason Aaron with <laughs> Thor. This is you, you can't say enough about how great he does with this this character. It's it's a run like this that makes yeah. you proud to be a comic book yeah. fan. To and take you, a collection of works like this and recommend it yeah. to somebody else who's not necessarily into Shh. comics and yep. say, if you want really just a great story, if you want to yep. see a work of kind of like uh, artistic masterpiece. Yeah. This is what you need to read right And that's now. funny you say that because literally today, yeah. one of my friends at work, Trevor, was like, oh, I just got the Marvel Unlimited app. What do you recommend? I was yeah. like, God Butcher, God Bomb, read oh it. Oh, my God. Read yeah. it. Absolutely I, amazing. It does not go without saying that I hated anything Thor before yeah. Jason Aaron took the helm in God Butcher and God Bomb. And I was like, oh, I guess Thor is one of my favorite characters <laughs> now because, oh, my God, this is amazing. <laughs> That was incredible. Yeah. This is just a continuation of it. Whether or not Gore comes back as the hooded figure, th- this has been great. Uh, Jason Aaron is elevating himself to whatever he does after this. Like I- I'm going to pick it up because he... Yeah, yeah if his name's on it, I'll he, be there. He yeah. knows what he's doing, for he sure. He knows what he's he doing. He knows what he's doing. This has been fantastic. So uh, the winner of the week, despite all these titles coming out, we've yeah. given it a lot of time on the podcast, but... It deserves it. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely deserves yeah. it. Pull after pull. Absolutely. It's hard to battle when every single issue you want to pick for winner that we Oh my mm-hmm. god. Every time it comes out, you're just like, wow. The filler issues win the entire week. Yeah. Like, you're just like, oh, this is a filler issue? Well, it's yeah. no contest. Put it to the top. We all vote for this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The filler issues win the week. Like, yeah. This has been fantastic. This is this. Inarguably fantastic. strong series. Yeah. yeah. And I think with that, we should uh, get right on back to what we're drinking, and uh, I've had about forty of them. Wow, well, that's, that's a little bit over the twenty mark. Edward so. forty heads. Uh, that's what I'm playing. But he's behaving as if he's had forty, so that's appropriate. Just to that's just to remind you, listener, the listener, uh, we're drinking tonight the Clown Prince of Crime. Oh my God, is it? I don't know if it's good, but I've had a lot of them. Uh, it's a <laughs> it's a troublemaker. Let me tell you. It's a uh, I was a bit heavy-handed. And there's yeah. a reason. There's a reason we were drinking the Clown Prince of Crime. Yes, and is. that is because of our special segment. Yeah. Our special segment tonight. Big uh, big shout-out to Natalie, who uh, emailed in to astonishingalcoholics at gmail.com. Not a listener. You. Just, uh, Somebody. just some lunatic. Yeah. Yeah. Who sends to our Somebody email. was like, I wonder who has this email. <laughs> and they emailed in a suggestion. And that is Jared Leto versus 
Lego Joker. Whoa! Whoa I think easy was... choice. <laughs> Who did it better, and why is it Lego Joker? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, it's Lego Joker. <laughs> so, to bring it from the top, we want to talk a little bit about all the people who have brought Joker to the big screen, to the Please small do. screen. All the people who have really brought Even, one of uh, the most iconic villains absolutely. in comic book fictional history to life. I, I would say if you like comics, you respect the hell out of the Joker. If you even, even live yeah. in this world, sure, you you know the Joker. Tangential yeah. comic book fans, people who don't care about comic books, the joke. Like you mentioned the Joker, they know who that is. Oh Absolutely. yeah, it's Absolutely. uh, you got Batman, right? People know who Batman is. You also know who the Joker is. It was it was a thing for a while, and this was before you know you had some some amazing writers like Scott Snyder and now Tom King and a few other people writing Batman that yeah. People thought Batman's biggest weakness was that his villains were more interesting than he was, and one sure. of the big reasons of that was the Joker. Joker is so cool. Ah, uh, he's he's a very complex character. Unless, he's unless Jared he's Leto. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really, really missed the boat with that one. Uh, God damn it! <laughs> um, bejeweled Joker. God, that's my. That's my favorite oh, I like costume. That. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joker. So I just want to run down a little people. Who, uh, oh, please do. I want to run down a list of a couple of people yeah. who have really breathed some of the life into the character. Yeah, please do. Uh, we start with Caesar Romero. Great. Yep. The '60s. Um, partnered Joker. up with uh, Adam West. Yep. So yep. that campy Batman, uh, you know, just as campy as Batman was, you got the Caesar Romero Joker. Absolutely. Which paved the way for sure. Jack Nicholson. Yep. Yeah. Who was uh, produced alongside um, Michael, uh, Michael Keaton. Keaton. Michael Keaton. Keaton. Played, played yeah. Michael Keaton. Played a little bit kind of more the, serious. Yeah. Darker kind of the, Tim Burton. Our, our first introduction yeah. to the kind of movie Batman sure. and Joker. Yeah. Um, we then have Mark Hamill. Oh. Not on, Absolutely. Not on the big screen. Freaking task. But who is God. someone who has been come to who has come to be yeah. known for two roles that arguably have sure. defined his career and defined defined pop culture absolutely um and that's Luke Skywalker yep. and the animated voice of the Joker yeah casual fans know him for Luke Skywalker hard like comic book fans know that his best work was as the voice of the animated Joker. yeah absolutely that show I, I know I certainly speak for myself I'm not sure if I speak for you guys but growing up that was my initial introduction yeah. into superheroes oh god I mean that show that was the done yeah. yeah that show was done with so Incredible. much respect to each character and if you if you have time look up the commandments that the writers of the show put out to yeah. the team of like this is what we're gonna stick to and you'll see how, like, they, they set it up from the beginning. Like, we're going to respect the hell out of these characters. Yeah. But this isn't going to be just, like, some campy crap. This is yeah. going to be serious Batman. Sure. It's gritty. It's gonna, oh, it, it won, this, it won Emmys. Yeah. Like, this this was an incredible series. And Mark Hamill as the Joker absolutely just set the bar. As much yeah. of, a, of a Marvel zombie Excelsior, I will fight you to the deathbed that Marvel is good. I, 
I will fight to the deathbed that DC's animated stuff is incredible. What, what's no, good yeah. about that is yeah. I don't think you'll ever have to back that up because I don't know that everyone would want to fight you to the death no, that Marvel it's... is good. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I don't, I don't that's know fair. that anyone would want to fight to the <laughs> yeah. death to, to counter the point that Marvel is yeah, kind of sure. okay. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty as better than okay. Yeah, but well, well, you DC's good. animated stuff, yeah. God, like that Batman is all of it. To Great. be fair, that's also where you have Kevin Conroy. Voice of yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. fantastic. The canonic voice and, of Batman. He and, is yeah. the voice of Batman. Like to, you voice Batman, you get Kevin Conroy. You do, and to bring you back voice to the Joker, uh, you get Mark Hamill. I mean, it's been damn near twenty years, if not longer, yeah. that, that series was out. And they still they bring in Kevin Conroy for video games. I was about to say movies. bring it back to. He's uh, still like he is the Batman that you go to in the industry when you voice Batman. Yeah. And it is the exact same part of to bring it back to the soft intro video game topic. The one of the reasons that the recent line of Batman video games, Arkham Asylum, Arkham, yeah. like all that stuff, the Arkham line of video games have been so good is because they have the right voice actor. They've got yep. Kevin Conroy on Batman, and you're like, yep. wow, this is the Batman I know from the animated series. Yeah, it's great, even a movie. So completely disregarding the first half hour of this movie but even a, a story like the killing joke that took place before either of these people sure. took the mantle of those characters yeah. is voiced by Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill yeah the, so that you don't even know how to feel about that movie right because yeah. the, the first half is like terrible desecration that's nothing to do with the story this is horrible like what's oh going God. on and then Batgirl's the having second, sex with Batman yeah and then he doesn't call her. Yeah, uh, he sure doesn't. She's very upset about that. It was just sex, upset. guys. Come on. It was and just then sex. Come on, Batman. The, the point that you know, you, you know how powerful it is when you have a voice actor that just oh embodies the character is you know that the movie takes a turn Holy the smokes. first time you hear Mark Hamill speak. Oh, yeah. Deliver his first line in the movie. And you're like... Total turnaround. Holy smokes. Like, I was ready to turn this off. Yeah. Now I'm ready to give it five stars. Yep. Yeah. Here and we go. Yeah. It, and it, it takes off. You God. Mark Hamill yeah. leading the show as the Joker, and, it, and he really gets you there. God. But that brings you. That brings us to uh, the more. next. The next man yep. that's, yeah. that's kind of brought the yeah. the Joker to the silver screen, Heath Ledger. Okay. Yeah. Heath Ledger, famous for bringing the Joker in the Dark Knight, has sure. only portrayed him once. But yep. it was a damn good portrayal. We'll get to him. We'll we'll talk about who we think did what best. Sure. But I mean, Heath Ledger. Embodied the Joker, I think, in in live action. He actually ended good. up. I mean, you know, they they say a lot of the reason that um, he passed, he OD'd, is he got so into the character, yeah. he went like crazy. He was on all these drugs, sure. and that's how he ended up ODing. Um, but an unbelievably powerful portrayal, absolutely, of the Joker. Which brings us now. We, now we've mentioned a couple of titans here. We've mentioned a couple of titans yeah. of the voice of Absolutely. the body. Absolutely, bringing the Joker to bear. Who you got left on the list? And then we come, we come to uh, Jared Leto. <laughs> God, oh, I hate that fuck. Best known for I don't know something else because it's certainly not playing the Joker God in damn it in that movie sucks God did that movie suck uh, yeah we, I guess they didn't get the memo that he was trying to portray uh, Bejeweled Joker oh instead of they just wanted just regular Joker to, to be but, fair that whole movie sucked and I feel like uh, 
I, I've seen him in interviews say that they've cut like 90% of the footage that he filmed. Out I don't know how that's possible because he shows up in half the movie. I, if I they cut 90% of the footage, that movie would be five hours long. It would it would be all the Joker. They have to change it from Suicide Squad yeah. to the Joker. God. Sometimes the Suicide Squad shows up. God, did I hate that movie. God, did I hate that Joker. God damn it. I, you know, we'll, what we'll, the hell? we'll get down to who did it best once again. Sure. But it wasn't him. It was not he, uh, he had the, uh, that Judo He was missing it. He was missing it. Well, he had the, uh, he had the, I'm being told he had the uh, sex appeal. I, by who? I don't know. That was he, that Apparently was he was sexy, but. Uh, Listen, I think that. He was in the middle. A lot of problems with it. I think, first of all, as a Suicide Squad movie... Oh, God. We could do a was, whole episode of how awful this was. He was in it way too much. Sure. And he's also not completely wasted in the movie. Yeah. yeah to the degree think, they used him, man, I think he could have been a much better catalyst. He's supposed to be kind of an auxiliary character. Sure. And he shows up so much. And it kind of like... Like, Why? You could have literally cut him entirely out of the movie. And it would have still been as awful as it was. You would not Arguably have maybe changed. even better. You, I don't know. You yeah. would not have changed the plot in the slightest. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily doubt that he could maybe potentially play the Joker. No, 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 no. And, and I agree with Andrew on this one. Potentially. Yeah, he had the potential for it, but it, it was the direction that they decided to take the Joker in yeah. where I found the most fault. You gotta, you gotta like, whatever the hell you were doing in that movie, don't do it. Uh, if you want to say Jerry Leto was dealt a bad hand no, I don't want to say bad that. Bad directing. Does suck. Okay, does okay, suck. good. All right, yeah. Which then brings us to... A man who is certainly better at portraying the Joker than Jared Leto. <laughs> who is that? And Just that is rock? Zach Galifianakis. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Lego Joker. His portrayal. Down, my favorite Joker. Lego Joker. Lego Joker. Zach Galifianakis. In the movies. Between Two Ferns. Sponsored by Between Two Ferns. <laughs> is You wish. wish. Yeah, yeah. No. Is, uh, is, uh, he, he did a better job than Jared Leto is. I'll be, I'll be completely honest with you. I have not seen the Lego, like... Justice League or Batman movies. Do, uh, so surprisingly, you, you think that they're like they're for kids. No, I've heard amazing things. Yeah, they're first they're off, great. Will Arnett as Batman is phenomenal. Batman? Yeah, <laughs> I saw me. I up. saw the Lego movie, and that's oh I lost God. it. Yeah. Him as Batman was incredible. Yeah, yeah. Anything that Will Arnett said, I'll probably watch. <laughs> New Lego Batman's coming out. It's got a couple trailers out. They're it may just, already be out. Yeah. It's just, out. It's out now. It's out right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good All reviews. People love it. Some some trailers, interactions between Batman, Will Arnett, Zach the Joker, Zach Galifianakis. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. Good, Hilarious. Good stuff. Good stuff. So funny. Obviously, totally different take on sure, Batman. Because sure. it's Legos. Right. Yeah. But... Better really, than uh, Jared Leto. Really do a good job at kind of highlighting it yeah. in that fashion. Yeah. Um, so, I think we can agree. I mean, we, we can go around the table all we want, but... I think... Uh, best... best gun, gun to head. Gun to head. We're ready to go around the table. Play Favorite, either animated or live action, who is your favorite portrayal of Joker? I'm going to do a three count... 
I'm going to put the gun to someone's head, and wow. they're going to answer. And Does that mean so- you're going to put the gun to your own head? No, no, no. Someone's got to put the gun to my head, but I start it off. Oh, and okay. You say who your favorite Joker portrayal is. Ready? You ready? Here we go. Here we go. You're not pointing a gun at anybody. Uh, I got him. I got him. I got him. Here we go. Three, two, one. Aria. Fair uh, Joker. Heath Ledger. He- Three, two, one. Shh. Link. Mark Hamill. Someone put the gun to my head. Three, two, one. Mark Hamill. Oh, oh yeah. So Now, I, I cannot argue. I think that Mark Hamill, in my opinion, God. is the Joker. Gener- like Generations. Yeah. Look, grew up sure. on Mark Hamill voicing the Joker. I'm not sure anyone's done it better. Oh, but you God. can't argue that on the live screen, I think there has never been sure. a better depiction of the Joker than Heath Ledger. So my yeah. my defense for it, and I absolutely love and respect Mark Hamill. You don't even need to defend it. No, Heath Ledger I, I don't, he no, is the my live action Joker. Yeah, but the, the, the reason for that, you have two different types of Joker, right? The reason the animated Joker was the way that he was, and the reason that you you, you saw a Joker like Jack Nicholson also, um, there was a lot of restrictions against comic books towards the 70s and 80s, where you had to restrict the amount of violence in it. So you saw the campier stuff in comics. Dumb. Yeah. So they had to uh, sort of play down the Joker. Now, the Joker in that original Batman movie as Jack Nicholson was pretty brutal. I mean, he shocked a guy until the point he was a burnt skeleton. Like, it was Does still pretty gnarly. Um, <laughs> but it corpse. was still the purple, the bright purple outfit. The as very long as he's got purple on, he can do whatever he waterboard yeah. whoever he wants. The, the, <laughs> heat, the heat ledger version. The, I'm sorry, the Mark Hamill version was the iconic one, right? You had the Joker laugh. Oh you my had God. He was, he was that funny. That laugh is fucking He great. put Batman in a bunch of like different situations. Yeah. That you were like, oh my God, like Batman might actually get killed. Mm. Totally cut. It had the threat of violence, but it was never bad. You saw, that was the first instance where you saw the acid... Um, lapel flower, yeah, flower oh, yeah. and all that sort of God. stuff uh iconic things that we now think of with joker yeah but those are all adaptated like we grew up with to that, us so. yeah exactly. to be fair that was our childhood but he's still more tan there's there's no one who compares to the range of God. emotion the coverage he, he really just had the scope of the character I mean, right and he be, did it yeah the he did it for decades. Oh my god. The thing is, you could say, you are you up and down, Heath Ledger is possibly, would have possibly been the best Joker historically we would have ever seen. Sure. Unfortunately, incredibly unfortunately, he only had the opportunity to play it in yeah. one movie. I wish he played more. Yeah, yeah. Right, absolutely. Yeah. And it's it's more the type of Joker that he played than how he played it. Yeah. I mean, you cannot deny his acting ability, but the great. type of Joker that he played. God. The ruthless yeah. killer, the way that he changed the story You've every time. You've got some iconic, got iconic yeah. moments. The pencil scene. There yeah. are stuff that people like. You can't deny that he is. When you think of a live action Joker, yeah. When when he yeah. made that pencil disappear, the whole theater oh, was like, yeah. "Whoa!" And, it, and it's, yeah. it's the great part is it's it's Mark Hamill Joker just as he would be in actual real life as a complete badass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's like because yeah. he's still he's the ruthlessness. He's a little bit crazy, yeah. But he's also just that still yeah. that comical guy that we yeah. know, love, and hate. Yeah, and he's like. Dresses up as a nurse. Yeah, you know he goes to bomb the the. Absolutely. Yeah. He's like, yeah. He's like, great, right? What what the heck's going on? Like, where's my bomb? Yeah. Going on? This Ex- is bullshit. Yeah. yeah. I like great. God, yeah, it's so you know, well done. The and best laid plans of mice and men. Am I right? Yeah. And then the whole thing blows up. <laughs> yeah. again. He's like, oh great. And you've okay. got yeah. and you've got a. Uh, God, you've got Mark Hamill. You see the range, right? Because he's the animated series. But then you've got him in the movie, the animated movie, The Killing Joke. 
as that ruthless. And he's Joker, pretty yeah. freaking ruthless. Unbelievable. Yeah. And that's oh my god. That's what twenty five years yeah. after he, the first time he ever voiced Fantastic. the Joker. Uh, like almost twenty. Or yeah, just about and he 20. doesn't. He doesn't miss a beat. God, you've got him delivering that first line, dude. I and you know at that point you hear Mark Hamill get on. You hear him deliver that first, and you you're set. You the movie starts there. Yeah, like, oh did, my God, yeah. here we go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They should re-release an extended cut of the Killing Joke. It's actually short. Just, just, <laughs> just cuts yeah. the first part. It's it's incredible to me, and I guess you know it's what you think of with studios and things sure. like they're like, oh, well, we can't release a half an hour movie. Why the fuck not? If you can tell a good enough yeah. story in a half an hour, that's fine. Or give me more Mark Hamill. I don't give yeah, a shit. Just, yeah. I don't care. Just have Mark Hamill read yeah. lines. Make up care. another half hour that isn't Batman boating Batgirl on the roof of something. And just give me more Mark Hamill. I don't care. Yeah. Well, I, don't, I just don't want that, but I want yeah. Mark Hamill. So it's, God. yeah, it's, I mean, the Joker, iconic, amazing. Undoubtedly one of oh, our favorite God. villains. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think we can all agree, Heath Ledger, yeah. best live action. Oh, absolutely. Mark Hamill, best animated. Absolutely. Yeah. No contest all absolutely. around. Absolutely. And Zach Galifianakis did it better than Jared Leto. I, I, yeah. I won't argue. I won't no argue contest. That. Zach no Galifianakis, contest. a close second for animated. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if the lady is like Zach Galifianakis over Jared Leto. No, I'm not sure. Have you yeah, seen it? Yeah. The guy looks good. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, maybe to somebody. He does. I don't know. To somebody. <laughs> I don't know. I think Jared Leto looks like he accidentally fell into paint. So I. Yeah. <laughs> like, Would you say acid? <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right, God. gentlemen. Yes. Mark Hamill, Heath Ledger, here's to the Clown Prince. Oh. <sighs> Mother of God. That's about my uh, fifth fifth of those. That's a lot of vodka. <laughs> but I'll, I'll drink one of those. There's uh, a lot of vodka in to there. To Mark Hamill. Yeah, Heath somebody Ledger. that hates vodka. Well, I love oh. vodka. It's my primary drink. So. No, 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 I love the Joker, so I'll do anything. Yeah, yeah well, I love sure vodka and the Joker, so. And I think with that... I jokerize my fries, so... You <laughs> well, I, you can't. I mean, if, you know, Jason Todd jokerizes his flies, it's I, uh, okay. At McDonald's yesterday, I did tell them to jokerize my fries. And, and that brings us to, of course, our weekly one-shots. Next uh, week, one-shots? Next week, one-shots. Holy Christ, Holy what a great name. Not that I came true. up with. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not true. But that is true. No, I came no, up with it. I came up with the name. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll go around the horn here. Aria, next week. What do you feel? It's not Cave Carson out? as a Saturday. <laughs> yeah, I think, I'm gonna blow my brain. I saw Cave Carson. That comes out next week. Go ahead. No, you're absolutely passing on that one. Oh god, but, damn it! Uh, I'm really, really looking forward to Wildstorm. Oh yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, resurrection of a comic that Jim Lee started uh, back with American Comics and Image sure. Comics and sold to DC in like 1999. <coughs> yeah, um, you've seen some of these characters in the DC universe before, like Grifter. He was actually in Flashpoint Paradox. Or, yeah. Um, yeah, it was Flashpoint. Flashpoint Paradox. Yeah. Um, you see that character there, but you're introduced to a lot of other characters too. They're planning on doing a couple books, um, but I'm really, really excited to see this uh, rebirth. If yeah, will. yeah. Actually, a pretty cool comic. He's been advertised quite a bit in yeah. uh, the stuff we're reading. Right Hilariously, now, so. too. Those oh yeah, those, yeah, yeah. They're, they're really well good. Done. Like, like send help from the author. Send help. I, I'm trapped. Jim Lee has got me trapped in his basement, <laughs> yeah. forcing me to write this comic. I, uh, I think my most my next week one shot. My what I'm is this gonna be another? No, I don't know. I don't know what's coming out next week. But you picked X Men this time. 
So I can only assume that there's something coming next. Death well, duck. if it's not X-Men, it's probably Spider-Man. Oh, oh my Next God. week. Shaking things up. I Ooh. am looking forward to Clone Conspiracy number five. To say what you will about the event, every single issue has left you wanting more. Oh, yeah. Whether, no matter how you feel about the issue, no matter even how you feel about it, even the tie-ins, you cannot wait for the next issue to come yeah. out. They do a great job getting you geared up for the next week. Yeah. God, do I want to see what happens in Clone Conspiracy number five. It's been uh, really popping yeah. off. And yeah, in the last issue where we led it, where we left it, it was kind of on the brink of yeah. apocalypse. Yep. Like, we were, like, everything was going sideways yep. for the Jackal. And I really want to see where that oh, goes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, and next week, what I'm really looking forward to is, of course, last week our weekly winner, Batman. Incredible. Next week, it's picking up. I believe the author was really hitting his stride, kind of. Yeah, you know, Tom King was uh, knocking out of the park. You're oh, trying yeah. to carry the mantle of Batman on your back, which is a weighty task. And he spent a couple issues, I think, kind of finding his voice, which we kind of mentioned. And I think you really hit it last issue, yeah. and I'm really excited to I mean, where he, yeah, to see that. where he goes next issue. Can't because wait. So so in spirit of Batman last issue, while depicting it in a unbelievably hilarious manner, and left us with the final page on every canonical Robin hanging from uh, the news. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's three bodies so, in the back. Yeah, what the hell it's just like, oh, we were just joking about Jokerizing our fries, and now all the Robins are, are hanged. I cannot wait either. Yeah, that's going to be good. Good call. I think we're all, all looking yeah. forward to that one. Yeah. And uh, I think that's that. Thank God, because I uh, drink a lot of these drinks. Yeah, well, I, you know, I think we only ran over time every single time for about 20 minutes. Yeah, we'll and fix I think that's just a testament to how good this week was. To be yeah. fair, if this is a longer, this was if this is a longer episode, it's worth it. God damn it, was this a good week. Yeah. Holy there are, shit. There are comics that we barely even mentioned that deserve... 15, 20 minutes of discussion because this was a great week. Yeah, of I think we each had like three other comments. Oh my god, yeah. But you know, we only have the one listener and we can only pay them to listen so long. Yep. So, as always, listener, you handsome bastard. Thank you for joining us as long as you have. At this point, I gotta mention, you have no clue how to turn us off. <laughs> but uh, that brings us to the outro. I'm ready. Where, as always... Are you? Are we ever ready? Well, I'm week, ready. I don't know if you're on the same page. We shout nonsense. <laughs> Here we go. I don't After a three count. You don't really have to be ready, because as a runaway train, you just have to crash. That's how I live my life. That's yes. runaway train. That's our motto yeah. for the show. And that's well, that's our, my credo. That's our structure. That's, that's my true. credo. Gentlemen, we're off the tracks. Here we go. Three, two, one. Rosalind is a whisper. Did a real good job. Ends with thunder. No, you can't say the Thor quote. I <laughs> just did. I just. That's not did. nonsense. That's awesome. What yeah. begins as a whisper ends in thunder. <laughs> 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 <laughs>